Wellington, salt and light. My text is taken from Matthew 5, 13 to 16. For some time now, I've been meditating on this scripture. I've tried to move on, but keep coming back to it. On Monday, while I was chatting with a friend, I realized God is speaking about our testimony through this passage. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it on their basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. We are the salt of the youth. We cannot afford to lose our testimony. It goes before us. David, in the Bible, lost his testimony when he slept with Bathsheba and killed her husband Uriah. From then, we cannot call, one can't call his name without referring to him as an adulterer and murderer. Proverbs 6.32-33 says, But whoso committed adultery with a woman lacketh understanding, and he that doeth it destroyeth his own soul. A wound, in some translations, says a blot or a spot and dishonor shall he get and his reproach shall not be wiped away. So when we do things that are contrary to the word of God, that reproach and that spot, oftentimes, it's not wiped away. People remember us for it, or they remember what we have done. Our testimony is who we are when no one is looking. Let's contrast Joseph's response to temptation with that of David. Potiphar's wife begged Joseph to lie with, with her. He ran. His pastor wasn't looking, neither were his parents nor members of his congregation. It was just him and God. Genesis 39.9 He said, There is no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept back anything, referring to Potiphar, from me but you because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? When we refer to Joseph, he is always used as an example of a young man who maintained his sexual purity and served God when no one was looking. Second, our testimony is visible in the way that we treat others. I have this pet peeve about poor customer service. I get annoyed. 
often though it's a source of great amusement with my colleagues and I have to will myself to hold it down. I am reminded that only the foolish are quick to get annoyed at everything. Proverbs 12:16 says, Fools show their annoyance at once, but the prudent overlook an insult. What about how we live with our neighbors? As salt and light, everything we do impacts our testimony. Some neighbors are trying. Yes, they provoke you to the point where you want to trade an eye for an eye. But salt, don't lose your testimony. Don't lose your flavor. Light, that same neighbor is a soul to be won for the Lord by your Christian conduct. Romans 12.18 says, If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Proverbs 3.29 says, Do not devise evil against your neighbor, for he dwells by you for safety's sake. Mark 12.31 says, Love thy neighbor as thyself. And Matthew 5.38 puts the cap on it. It says, You have heard that it is said, Eye for an eye, tooth for tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. God is calling us to live differently. He wants and expects us to manifest his glory in the earth and be a reflection of his image and character unto all men. You are the salt of the earth. Do not lose your flavor. I bless you. Do have a wonderful day.